Hello, Sorensen Sound. So, one of my first podcast episodes was me doing a a podcast version of a mukbang. Mukbang? I'm still not sure how to say it, honestly. Um, and now I'm gonna do a get ready with me, where I show you no part of getting ready with me, and you'll just kind of have to suffer through the long pauses. It is currently 5.23 in the morning, because I lost track of time watching Gossip Girl. I've First, I rewatched Gilmore Girls, um, and now Gossip Girl, and keep in mind, when I rewatch a show, I skip, like, the subplot or any character's storylines that I find boring. Uh, in this case, read Jenny Humphrey consistently. Um, respect to Taylor Momsen, though. Go off, queen. I vividly remember, I, isn't her band called The Pretty Reckless? I remember her being on, like, her back being painted for one of the album covers. That's all I really know, and that she, like, does parkour away from the paparazzi. Um, I don't know the last time I heard someone say paparazzi, like, in full. Like, it's usually, like, the paps, whatever. Um, also it bothers me that we say the paps when it's not paparazzi. But it'd be weird to say the pops, I guess. But, like, would it be? It's only weird because we aren't used to it. You know? Um, but I was, (laughs) I was like, I might be too tired to record this episode. And I was like, you know, if I'm too tired to record this episode, then I should be in bed. And the thing is, I really don't want to go to sleep because this is a really strange time of day. And I think it'll mess up my sleep schedule worse than it is. Because it, it's such a, like, a middle ground where if I don't just pull through, then I'm kind of going to suffer for it. I'll suffer either way, but it'll just be easier to recover, I think, this way. Um, so I was like, I might as well talk. I'm my best forward if you will um but I should still also get ready for bed which means I'm gonna floss momentarily I guess I'll just like pause it's a great thing about the recording apps you can just pause I am gonna brush my teeth now also I love charcoal toothpaste just saying and also I got this because it seemed useful but also it's trendy which I think is funny that I mean, Gorpcore is also a fashion trend, so utilitarian objects should only naturally follow suit. But I got um, this, like, turny thing that's also a stand for toothpaste that squeezes it out. And honestly, cannot recommend it enough. Kind of fire. Um, as well as aesthetically pleasing, even though it's just like a metal object. Um, and also, cannot hype up the Muji toothpaste stands enough. I love those little bitches. They're also so cute as well. Same thing. Uh, Also, I will tell you, well, I guess maybe I won't now, but I'm going to scrape my tongue after as well. Because scrape your tongue. I also brush my tongue, but I brush it and then I scrape it. So I know brushing your tongue is not enough, you fools. Um, But yeah, so this might be a long one. Because, you know, I just got stuff to discuss, to get off my chest, to let my mind wander in ways that I have not been. Um, so buckle in for the little girls chats. If you're making dinner, if you're doing whatever, um, 
just enjoy and now I will actually brush my teeth. I have so many thoughts while I brush my teeth and also like sometimes I'll stretch while I'm brushing my teeth because I was rewatching The Sun's this will probably sound vain, but it's more just, I was feeling nostalgic. I was watching some of the YouTube videos that I made this summer. And um, seeing YouTube kind of feels weird. It feels like I made it for that form specifically, but it's more like I just made videos and put them on YouTube for my friends. I'm stretching now. Oh my god. I don't know if you could hear my back crack, but that was crazy. Um, but as soon as I said it, I just had to start stretching. But the point is, I said something about how I have a tendency to kind of connect habits. Like, if there's something I want to get done every day, I'll tie it into something else so that I have the momentum to do it. Um, which very much holds true for my nighttime routine and the morning routine, because they're almost identical for me. Um, oh, you must have heard that. That was my hip cracking. <laughs> but my friend that one of my friends I saw today, she recommended a chiropractor for me to go to. Um, but she has scoliosis. I do not, as far as I know. Anyway, I feel like I would know that, though, um, as I've been to a chiropractor before, and they did not notify me. Um, but, yeah, no, weirdly enough, I'll, like, floss, brush my teeth, tongue scraper, and then I tend to, like, do something else for a bit. In the morning, I'll eat breakfast. Right now, I guess I'm talking. Um, but I like a break before I do my skincare. I don't, I don't know why I like separate them. One second, I'm gonna. I hate, um, I, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people don't like put water over their spit once they brush their teeth. Like, I don't know. I think it's gross. It's not that hard to just get rid of it and then it doesn't build up and you save yourself the pain later on uh that's another reason why charcoal toothpaste is fire is because you can actually see the toothpaste and whatever happens to it um as well as i've been told it's better for enamel over time and all of that so um but also my hair so i believe i've talked on here about how i've been having health problems since the summer um and so far, all of the tests that I've taken have just confirmed what things are not, what the issue, you know? Like, I do not have a thyroid problem. I don't have this, that, and the other, which is comforting. Like, I'm deeply glad to not have that. And I've also, there was a time uh, where the primary suspect was likely an autoimmune disease. But um, it's been cleared that I don't have lupus or at least, like, nothing common. Not common, but, like more well-known in that field so that is all very comforting but then do you have the question still of what is it what do I do now um and while a lot of my symptoms have leveled off which isn't to say they're better it's just it's not worse which is also good um my hair loss has slowed and that's in part because I also I did this already this is part of getting ready for bed but I got the this like head massager because I kept seeing them here in Shanghai and um subtle flex of where I am. Ahaha. Ah, <laughs> but I got this head 
scalp massager because it's like gentler and better for your scalp than your hands are and it can help distribute oils like gentle massage to stimulate growth I don't know if it's working but it feels really good and I think it's probably fire it's fire at the end of the day I cannot scientifically tell you if it helps hair growth but my hair falls out less so and I've also been taking vitamins even though I'm not even vitamin d deficient (laughs) um which the I had to go to a general practitioner here to get recommended to a bunch of specialists and he was like oh you probably have vitamin d deficiency I was like I'm already taking vitamin d supplements but apparently it's fine um I'm also taking a few others and um I also have this hair oil, Kerastase hair oil, I don't know. And then I also use their shampoo and conditioner. Because um, I haven't found Olaplex here. And I was considering getting it on Taobao, but I kind of feel like... Like, I don't trust that. I don't know. <laughs> Unless it's from an official supplier, I have a tendency to lack trust in the internet. I have a tendency to lack trust in general, haha. Ha. Um, but yeah, no. So this was I got from online from JD, but it was from like their official seller, Kerastase. Um, and I usually don't trust French brands either. Then I said that I could have just said the French, but I didn't. Uh, should be so proud of me. Ah oh, yes, but my hair has gone through a journey. It's falling out less, kind of stabilized. I trimmed my own hair because I feel like I said this in the last podcast episode, but where it's just like, I don't like when the ends look thinner than the rest of the hair. So I just wanted to make sure that it was all like, uh, not super layered uh, at all. And, um, but now I really want to grow it up because I miss having long hair and I look so much better with long hair. In my, It's either like really short or really long hair. It looks good on me. Um... I got a hair dryer, so finally learned how to dry my hair. Crazy step for me. Uh, so far, I'm really bad at it, <laughs> but that's okay. Learning curve of being a swimmer for so long is that, and never having the opportunity to care about my hair that deeply. Um, but oh yeah, so because I had dyed my hair, I didn't dye my hair for so long. At the end of last year, 2022, I dyed it red, and then I the red, like, faded into a weird, muddled, dark color that was kind of, like, almost black, but not really, and just wasn't good. And I went to this lady who fucked up my hair so bad, Harley, Carly, I have to enunciate in order to name drop, um, she just absolutely destroyed my hair in the first place, and it, like, had a lot of breakage, because she is, like, She's like, oh, we all we can do to fix this is bleach it. And she just kind of fucking disappeared when she bleached my hair. And, <laughs> like, left in the foil for so much longer than she should have. And I was like, hey, I'm concerned. Um, yeah, so that was fun. But that kind of, I, so I went over it myself with a color. Color is different than, like, dye. Um, different chemicals. Color is not, is more meant to be temporary, but I know how... This one brand of color works with my hair because I used to dye it all the time, or color it as soon as I get into semantics, I use the wrong word, Um, the years ago, like in late high school, early college, that kind of thing. 
Uh, so I knew how it worked with my hair, and it kind of neutralized the fucking bleach blonde that she did. And even though it's like close to my natural color, the color has faded a lot, so it's clearly lighter in some places. The point is my roots are there. That That's the simple <laughs> explanation I have. And my hair looks so much darker than I'm used to. Like, it's... I don't know. It's so strange. I guess it's just because I've gotten used to this kind of, like, reddish color that's cu- quite light in some ways. Um, so, just interesting to see it grow out. Um, I'm excited for when my hair is all one color. Oh my god, uh, my curtains are closed because, I don't know, I like to close my curtains at night. It makes me feel safer considering I live alone, even though it's a very safe city. Um, just mentally, because if you can't separate your reality from your fears, just do what you can to make yourself feel better, and then it's easier to ground yourself. Um, but I see the light shining through, which means that the sun is rising. Um, so those, we have just gotten through a few of the thoughts that I had on brushing my teeth. Isn't this <laughs> great? great life (laughs) why do I have so many thoughts and also oh this is something I talked to my friend about today as well the same one um is that we were just walking and we kind of got talked about like when you're really close to somebody like if you're in a relationship with them or it's just like your best friend that when you're living in the same city you talk every day and you just like get in the habit or even like at one point this is this is what how I talked to my mom as well when I was in high school where it's just like you text someone every single detail of your day and you just kind of get into that habit and it's like uh, and you just like they'll just like send a react to it or whatever um or even if like you move places um, I definitely do this with one of my close friends, some of my close friends, some actually, yeah, multiple, but there's one where we're both kind of bad at responding, but we'll go through waves of a few days where I'm like, I just like keep sending her messages and I'll be like, oh my God, I just did this. I just did this. And I like, I don't even think about it. It's when you're in a particular relationship, like relationship anarchy, it's not romantic, it's like platonic friendship, but my friend um but you get in it's just like you and this person to the outside world texting as much as either of us do would not be like socially acceptable but we both know that it's just like oh we just say what we can while we can and then the other one catches up you know but it's really nice to have that habit of just like every thought I have every little thing I do like sending it to somebody um is really nice in a way and I don't know but I've been trying to not do that so much is kind of the point um because there's I I should in some of these cases <laughs> I probably shouldn't be because the context we were specifically discussing was exes more than friends because with friends you can get away with it but um it's kind of more representative again going back to the economics podcast of episode podcast episode not an entire podcast show dedicated to it 
uh, but an inwards kind of return. And it's just like when you question the habit on the whole, it kind of has you be more reflective. And so in text, trying to stop myself from texting people that I shouldn't, and then I just kind of do it less overall. Because if you're questioning a behavior, it only makes sense that it would be a holistic uh, parsing. So it's been funky. And then I'm just like left internally with all of these like thoughts. And this is a few episodes ago, but I kind of talked about the correlation to the um, itchy mouth. Uh, like, and is it? Idiom doesn't feel like the right word. It was the idea of having an itchy mouth where it's like, oh, you eat when you're bored, you have an itchy mouth. And I'm very genuinely, as soon as uh, the national holiday is over and I have my next therapy session, I'm going to be asked to or asked to get referred to a psychiatrist because I think I should get tested for ADHD. I would like to <laughs> because I'm like, maybe that actually is correlated. Like the fact that I... Um, have not been talking as much, like going back inward, and I think the itchy mouth is now correlated to me eating more. It's like that's that's probably related. <laughs> that's probably like straight up what that is. Um, at least like that is because some of my friends have ADHD, and from what they've told me, that kind of that kind of would make sense. So that's on my to do list. Um, yeah, it was also, this is something that I only kind of realized today, I guess. But most of the people that I'm quite close with in my life at the moment um, have only seen me be a relatively normal person, as in like functional human being. But when I first moved to New York, I was absolutely not that. I was in the trenches. And the thing is, I'm always funny. I'm always witty. I'm always lovely. Um, But it was like dismal sleeping hours, exactly like this. Going, like walking the most absurd distances you've ever heard in your life. I did like one time I was just not tired and I did not sleep for three days like you know like in the way that I just ultimately was like I'm gonna fix this by walking up and down the entire island of Manhattan you know because I was like I just have to physically exhaust myself at that point I guess uh and I was in the middle of winter like it was snowing in New York and I had so many coffees um but that was just because I was having like this weird Challenge, but it was another case of like today where I just wanted to get through the day on that last day, but also tire myself out. Um, yeah, because I was mentally exhausted, but physically, I was like, this is not working. Anyway, that's getting too much into details that are beside the point. Um, and that point is, I am similarly dysfunctional. And so, two of my close friends, we do have been doing this like email chain once a week uh, or we all email one time a week and so no if either of you are listening no pressure to respond but I so I just sent the one for the week um 
and no one responded to the last one and I was the last one to email and I have done pretty well in the past years of like no longer overthinking or like questioning that sort of thing it's just like oh like people are busy and like you know that's not a problem but in this case the reason I am thinking about it a bit is because that email was definitely unhinged and I reread it and I was like oh this makes zero grammatically this makes zero sense grammatically I would personally be pretty concerned if someone sent this to me because it's like you do not sound like you're in touch with reality at all um so it's just weird to think that I'm now expressing similar behaviors to what I was about four years ago now. And <laughs> and no one knows that it's fine. Sidebar, I've talked about this before. I, another pet peeve, I really hate it when people, I hate when people are awkward around you because they've decided what you can and cannot handle. Or they, like, act... I, I don't like when people act on your behalf in general. But particularly with me, because I, like... One of my big journeys... I'm so brave, oh my god. Uh, these past few years is being more, like, emotionally open with people. Um, you, you would imagine that's what open meant in general, and that I did not have to clarify that it was emotional. But here we are. I'm redundant. We, we should know that by now. Um... But where is that going? Oh yeah, so I try and be more like open. And then also a lot of the people closest to me. I've been using that phrase a lot. It's really annoying, but whatever. Uh, like I've, part of that being open has been telling them like, I've had a pretty hard life, you know? And so the POV, my, those nearest and dearest to me know that I've had a hard life. And then they feel bad for you, and but also like a lot of the stuff where I that that I say is like oh I, like I end up having to comfort other people about it, um, because that's what happens when there's traumatic incidences is people don't know how to respond, and it's always like, this sounds weird, it's kind of funny when that happens to me like someone else, it tells me something and I'm like wow now I know how all my friends feel <laughs> um, uh, just crazy how that works um oh but then it's like they feel a weird need to protect me and it's like how, uh, like I'm fine as like, a human being like I've dealt with everything it was hard at one point but you really think I suddenly can't handle, like, whatever you have to say? Like, that's kind of absurd. Um, and reductive and infantilizing and condescending to a traumatized person, like, to anyone that's um, mentally divergent, you know? Like, that's a little weird of you. Makes me upset. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. And I'm, like pausing now because I am checking in with myself to make sure I'm not doing the same thing to somebody currently but I don't think so and this is where I'm having trouble remembering I don't think I mentioned it in the podcast but basically one of my friends confessed their feelings to me 
right after I was said that I hate it when my friends do that. And I said that because I could tell that where that was going. And I was like, I don't want to deal with Can you imagine someone saying that and then you still confess your feelings? That is so... That's annoying. Um, and maybe I just should have been explicit, like even more explicit and be like, if you like me, do not ever tell me. <laughs> Um, because to me, it just, like, it reduces the whole thing to be, like, wow, you really were just, like, using me, like, I just feel objectified the whole time, but then I want to give people the benefit of the doubt, and so I'm gonna hang out with my friend tomorrow, um, or I guess today, technically, because I'm not going to sleep, but I'm really dreading it, and I feel, like, gross about it, um, and it sucks, and that's why I hate it when people do this, because then I feel gross about it, And then I also have to comfort this person. And I also have to let them down easy. And it's like... And I have no issue with being kind. But it's just so unfair that, like... I have to deal with your emotions for you. And it's so upsetting. But to me, that's... That's why I was, like, considering... And maybe to externally, that doesn't sound at all like what I was just... Uh, ranting about my other pet, another pet peeve. Got three pet peeves for today so far. I will not limit myself, but I also will not promise any more. Um, but to me, those feel akin, uh, just because it's like I'm uncomfortable, but I want to give this person another chance. But if I'm not really comfortable, then it's just kind of doing us both a disservice by hanging out. Um, because I'm gonna be weird the whole time and I'm being weird because I've decided they can't handle the truth of like oh the letting down easy like maybe you don't have to let people down easy I don't know but I ultimately don't think it's related I think it's just like an uncomfortable field to navigate um and also and it's it really sucks because part of the I normally would never be the kind even if I saw it coming I wouldn't be like don't tell me Like, I would never say that. I would let it run its course and then just, like, let go of the friendship. But in this case, I thought we were really good friends. Like, I I was just so completely, a thousand percent, I was like, we're just really good friends. So I didn't see it coming until that moment when I was like, no, this can't be happening. Um, And we connect very well. And this is one of my friends where we're able to talk, like, at length about intellectual topics and that's the other unfortunate thing is that like because that's how we are um that's kind of what's going to be expected of me at the same time where I'm like emotionally run down in a way and I'm just physically exhausted as well um I don't want my period and my cramps are so bad um my anemia has gotten worse they all the specialists I go to they took so much blood and then they wouldn't like oh like talk to each other even though a lot of them the tests were done in the same hospital um and so they took so much blood and they're like you're anemic i was like you're not fucking helping (laughs) so that's crazy i'm in pain physically emotionally drained uh intellectually we got nothing there it's break i've been rewatching gossip girl the dialogue is so bad. And I get that they have to, like, reinforce character tropes at some point so that they can reaffirm their own legacies. But can... Could, someone should have given Blake Lively something to say other than, I have to go. Like, and give uh, Ed Westwood something to say other than, I'm Chuck Bass. Like, 
it's really not that hard to just do a little better. Um, yeah. The point is, my vocabulary has been reduced, and all I'm thinking about is Gossip Girl. Even though I've seen the show before. Oh, but it has been interesting that I like different characters this time around. Um, I like Nate Archibald. When I thought he was boring before, which I feel like signals character growth on my part. Keep in mind, I watched this first in high school, and I do still think that, like, in terms of our complexes, I'm the most similar to Blair. Um, But I like Nate. He's fun. He's just, like, a very nice guy. And that is so slay. And I bet he wouldn't do an uncomfortable thing of telling. I bet he could read, read the room. If someone's like, don't tell me something. <laughs> Aha! Um, but yeah. It's tough out here. But I have been holding myself accountable this break. I've been recording little vlog because since I have this week off, I really want to explore Shanghai. Um, that's part of why most of my friends are gone, like going back to see family or going on like little trips, whatever. Except for the ones that I saw today, but they're both going other places. Um soon or tomorrow and so I was like the friend that confessed is one of my only friends in town and so I was like I guess I have to make plans with him so that I actually leave the house (laughs) um although I guess depending on my mood if I'm not a very flaky person but every once in a while I just like I just can't do something and then so the, the deterrent there would be that I would just stay in if I wasn't in that mood, but I'm trying to pull through this evening. So it seems that I will be going outside. So I'm trying to walk more. And I have been, and I've been trying to record my explorations, and I have been. And that's something that was really nice today because these are these are new friends, like all of my friends here are pretty new. Oh god. I hit the replace thing because I'm testing out this function in a dictaphone it's in french i don't know the english name for the voice memos app i feel like it might be voice memos but i lost my train of thought because it it bamboozled me perplexed me um so it's going um, oh but the friends that i saw today they are new friends and usually that means that i'm like too nervous to take pictures or take videos um but today I was like, I'm going to bring my camcorder. We're going to do pottery, have a cute little dinner, do whatever together. And it's crazy how, like, that's just normal. Like, that is just a normal thing to do. But because something in my head was like, oh, it's embarrassing to, like, show that you're enjoying spending time with someone that you, like, want to document it. For so long, I've had this mentality, like, just wrapped in me. And I don't know why. For the life of me, like, I don't know why. One of my best friends in high school, we're not close anymore, besides the point. Um, But she, like, any time we did anything together, took so many photos. And I only ever, like, loved that. And I was like, it makes you feel so nice and special. So why would that ever be weird? You know, like, there's never been an experience in my life where I was made to feel strange in that situation. So I don't know where that comes from. That kind of, like, showing interest in friendship is embarrassing. And that's so upsetting. And luckily one of my, like, the friends that I made this summer, um, miss you so much, homie. Um, <laughs> not gonna say names. Because um, we had planned on doing a podcast episode together, but some things happened. And we were not able to. 
but because of my rules. I have no names, I can't say his name. But because he's someone that like takes videos all the time and it's just like very natural to him to document that kind of thing, it made me feel more comfortable. And so, but then there's like that kind of weird bias in all of the YouTube videos, again, that I was rewatching earlier, where he's just like featured in a lot of them. And like we did see each other a fair amount, but I saw plenty of my other friends just as often. But because he made me feel the most comfortable to take videos, that that's when it happened the most. But still, thanks to him, I was able to do it now. And I think I'll be able to do it more freely in the future. Which I'm really proud of myself for. And it's amazing to feel that stark contrast of like, there, there was really just no reason for me to hold myself back with that. Um, but then I, and it's hard not, I don't like to have regrets in life. And I don't really think I could pinpoint any, per se. But it is kind of... I'm glad I learned that lesson. And I'm grateful that it made me closer to this one friend. And now the two friends today. Um, but I'm like, damn. There's so many things that I wish I took more pictures of before. Like, friends that I did. Like, or took more pictures of, you know? So that's upsetting. On some level. Now that I've seen how easy it was. And it was just, like, all mental... But the only regret is that it didn't happen sooner. And I learned, ultimately, and that's what's most important. So it's just so upsetting when you learn lessons and you become a better version of yourself all the time. And then there's people that you wish you could show this better version of yourself to. And then it's like, oh, sometimes that person is passed away. And it's never gonna happen. But, uh, that's fun. Yeah, so finally kind of dealing with grief. I still have to do my the assignment my therapist gave me. Thinking about setting boundaries with my mom. But then also thinking about the follow-through of that. But I want to talk... Yeah, so next time we'll be talking to her about um, ADHD stuff. And... Honestly, kind of, like, the introverted factor of more just, like, oh, who, like, why do, I like, I do kind of just want to understand, like, why do I feel the need to say, like, every little detail? Uh, even if it's normal, it's just, like, what, like, why? Normal, as in, like, I've crowdsourced from a few of my friends that they do the same thing. But, like, why? Like, like where does that, what, what need does that fulfill? I don't know. Um, but one lesson learned from Gossip Girl that's kind of nice is that they so thoroughly have one another's back and are there to understand. And, like, they all make a lot of mistakes, but in a weird way, only, and only after the fact, are they good at communicating? Like, they work through their issues, and it seems, like, very healthy, healthily, like, do not hold grudges other than some of, like, the really strange characters that are just built on grudges which in some cases understandable some cases these people should not forgive each other but it's kind of impressive that they do and it's just like oh like they have a weird community but they kind of work through things really well it's really impressive and i miss new york so that's why and it's also re-watching shows gives you a sense of like control when you feel like you have none in your life because all the friends I'm making are genuinely so great, so inclusive, so wonderful. Um, 
but they're all new friendships and you can like feel that so there's no comfort in a way and so it's like if I go out with my friends and I spend a day doing stuff with them it's really nice but I do have to put in like you have to put in a lot of effort and you should always put in effort with your friendships but it's just like you kind of just always have to be on your game and you're always like thinking like always trying to remember things so that like going forward you could be like oh my god like how is this thing when it's just not natural treading new ground um rather than kind of going knowing your own flow where it's like with the friend I mentioned earlier where we can just like essentially for a few days like spam each other and then get back whenever like I couldn't do that with these new friendships um because we're different people and that's not how things work um but then I come back home and I'm glad to live alone because otherwise that would be its own also new evolving um dynamic but I come back home and while it's like I trust myself, love myself, I take very good care of myself, except for tonight where time got away from me. Um, It's like this is still a new place, and I don't know how to interact with where I am. And so I have a physical discomfort here, and then in tandem with not talking to people that I'm used to talking to all the time, or trying to, like... Uh, in a way, I hesitate to say this, regaining a lot of independence. Uh, it's There's a lot of just, like, faltering that just all coincides with each other, and so my daily life feels kind of, like, clunky and awkward. And it's just kind of, yeah, just kind of weird, and I miss having friendships where I can just, like, where my resting recharging time can be with them you know because that was a big part of this year and learning to be extroverted was like oh I have all the a part of it was making new friendships but I was also taking the time or seeing time spent with friends as centering like they know me and trusting that they understand me and we we get each other and that we can just be at peace with one another. And that's what allowed me to get a lot of internal work done is that knowing that my social life was just like, we can communicate, we've got each other's backs, we know how this goes. And then being able to come back and work internally. And now I have to be like, internally, I have to create a framework so that way I can go deeper externally or just like, find some source of fluidity um so it's been strange but the good news is that I feel as though this is a renaissance like I've had this kind of like I said I've I've had this kind of period in my life before where and I just didn't have that external socially like external social network that I do now it was just like a lot of individual friends but luckily I made an effort to kind of weave a lot of my friends together and you know stuff like that and pretty much everyone my core is in New York whereas when I went to uni and was having these issues um everyone was kind of spread out and also all going through their own thing uh but for the most part now a lot of people are in the same stage of life pretty settled in a place maybe not it with like occupations per se but locations yes 
and I'm the one that's kind of in this funky place. But I know what I'm, my point is. I know that a metamorphosis comes from that. And I so thoroughly believe that I'm going to come out of this better than I've ever been. <laughs> Which is like a very deep comfort to me. Um, and I do kind of like wish we were there already. Because I'm so physically uncomfortable. Mentally drained. Like topsy-turvy every day. Where it's just like it's it's growing pains, you know? So I I feel that so viscerally. I'm just like, okay, I wish it was over, but also I know that it will be worth it in the end. Kind of thing. Even though it's kind of amazing how like quickly you kind of get used to like chronic pain. Cause it's partially just that it's not as severe as it was. But I also I, I like Things that I used to be able to just breeze through really take a toll on me now. Like, the, I know that, like, by not sleeping at this exact moment, that I'm I'm going to be in complete disarray very soon. Like, my neck, I hope you hear the couch moving. I was hesitating to move for so long because the sound is so, you know, grotesque or reminiscent of a grotesque whatever acoustic experience that was my ankle um if you can even hear these things I tend to qualify things too much and yeah where was that going I don't know I say things as quickly as I can because otherwise I get lost in the ether and I'm really good at listening to other people and active listening, but sometimes I've got things to say. I don't I don't even like saying but in that sentence because the two are not like opposed at all. Anyway. Uh, my head kinda hurts. Oh my god, I haven't washed my face. I was like, my head hurts because my hair's up. Why is my hair up? So I have to wash my face. Um my neck really hurts right now. And I thought that this was gonna be hours long discussion but it's kind of funky because a lot of the things that I know well actually there's one thing it's really affecting me but I will not discuss here um but because this year has been so difficult I've, I've processed most things like in its own way and now I'm just kind of feeling it you know um and there's not much you can do to make feelings go faster. And it's also like, even when I stop thinking about the past as often, it's still there. So I'm sure the feelings like will come back up. And there are some days where like, like grief is harder than others or this, that, or the other is more prevalent because you'll see something where it's like, oh, this reminds me of that. And then you, you are transported back in another way. And it's a how time is in flux and we're always experiencing everything all the time whatever um so yeah obviously that will come back but i just mean the initial recoil of things is still under (laughs) being undergone that's not correct grammar in any world um so yeah i'm confused about something that's okay. Anyway, um, yeah, just feeling those things and 
there's a few instances, there's one particular instance where I'm only just now feeling the effects. Um, so that is newly difficult, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life goes on. I try and make more plans. So much independence. But I will say, I think it's hard because I was really enjoying having such a communal phase in my life. Because all I've really known my whole life is independence. And like being an only child, having one parent, but having your schedules never mix. Overlap is what I was trying to say. So it's just me my whole life. And it's like, I love myself so thoroughly. But I want people. Like, I want people so desperately. And I have people, but then it's like the new stages. So it's just so... uh, And you need energy to put in the correct effort. And to really, like, show up for others. So I have to spend a lot of time alone. And then it's like, oh, and then I just end up watching so much TV that I've already watched. And even going on walks is a little mentally difficult because it's like, I love exploring places, but there's so much to take in still. So that's crazy. (laughs) Anyway, um, I guess I also was hoping that I would be able to talk long enough on here. That it'd be, like, an appropriate wake-up, like, keeping me awake kind of time frame. But this really seems to be all I got for right now. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I've washed my face. Um, yeah. Okay, love beams. Hope you're doing well. Slay.